You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, Merry Christmas, and welcome back to our Advent Devotion Series. Um, today, my guest for our Advent Devotion is Landon Adams. Hey, Landon. Hey, Ben. How you doing? I'm awesome, man. So, Landon, you're a Sunday school teacher. You're a deacon. You've been you've been on church staff. You've been around a while. You've been a real blessing to our church, man. Um, on top of that, you God's called you into ministry. You're serving at William Carey as the Associate BSU Director, and you're back in school working on a PhD in church history at the same seminary I graduated from, New Orleans Seminary. Absolutely. I'm a little busy. You are a lot busy. And parenting right now? That's right. So, One and a half year old. She's fun. Yeah. All right. Well, look, in the middle of all that busyness, I just want to thank you for putting together the devotion for our church today. Um, so you're going to share with us, uh, wrapping up a little bit of Luke chapter two, uh, you're going to be what, verse 15 to 20. Is that right? That's right. All right. Well, man, we're ready to hear about some angels and shepherds. So Landon, uh, man, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Luke two fifteen through 20. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And their shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. You know, Ben, I was reading through this passage <clears throat> multiple times this past week uh, after y'all reached out to me, and I kept coming back uh, to a particular verse, and it's really where I want to uh, point our congregation to today. Uh, verse 18, it says, All who heard what the shepherds had told them wondered at this thing. Uh, and I kept thinking, at Christmas time, I wonder about a lot of things. I'm, I'm full of awe. I'm full of things that just strike me and, and spectacular. You go see Christmas lights. You get to see things decorated. It's all very pretty. And then even as a, a believer, I, I think God came down to us in the person of Jesus. God put himself in a baby and then put himself into two uh, newlyweds' hands. And I just think I'm, I'm always full of awe and wonder. But I don't think that's the end of the story. And so just to recap what we've read today, you know, we, we've already seen the, the angels show up in the sky and they, they've announced this birth to these shepherds. And they say that, you know, this will be the sign. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. I had to memorize that as a child. Right, when, yeah. You know, me and my school, we, we would go around to these nursing homes and we would sing Christmas yeah. carols and recite the, the Luke <coughs> 2 narrative. And, and it's always a spectacular awe-striking moment for these shepherds when they're out on a regular night watching their sheep and all of a sudden the sky is filled up with angels. Yep. And it's a wonderful sight. It's spectacular. You know, I've been all around the world. I've seen a lot of great and awesome things, natural things, the Andes, mountains and all their glory. And I've been to London, to Beijing. I've seen awesome things that people have built. And and I sit back and, and I'm full of wonder and, and it's just spectacular. Yet, I've never seen a sky filled up with angels. Right, me neither, yeah. I've never seen God show up in that way, and I suspect I'll never see that. Yeah. But these shepherds, these, these lowly men, they've now seen this awesome thing that the Lord has done. Something that most people that have ever existed 
will never see and have never seen. And they're, they're full of wonder. And, and you know, I think about Mary. We've already read about her in, in, verse, in, in chapter 1. She was confronted with Gabriel, the messenger of God. And she's full of wonder and awe and fear, obviously, since Gabriel has to say his favorite phrase, fear not. Yeah. So she's full of fear and, and awe. And Gabriel gives her a message that if the initial shock of the angel appearing to her has not already worn off, now he's told her, you're going to have a child, yet it's not going to come by your husband that you're about to marry. It's going to come upon you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready for this, Mary? Oh, by the way, he's the Savior of the world. Yeah. No pressure, though, right? And so for Mary, I think she has to be full of wonder and awe and fear and all these emotions. Yeah, I noticed a pattern when I think about Mary and then when I think about the shepherds. They don't stop at the wonder of it all. They don't stop at the the spectacular moment. It's one thing to sit back in awe and say, man, that's really something. You know, I'm sure that Ben... Has, has been told after a, a message, I'm sure you've been told, you know, wow, I, I didn't know that. That's an awesome thing you said. And, and you ask them what it is, and it's something that is pretty important, but there isn't seeming to be any kind of connection to, and this is what I'm going to do about right, it. Right, yeah. And so when I think about these passages, when I think about Mary and the shepherds, they were full of wonder. They were, they were full of awe. Something spectacular had happened. They were given a great message. The Savior of the world has come. Mary, the Savior of the world is coming through you. The shepherds, the Savior of the world has been born in Bethlehem. And here's going to be the sign. You're going to go over there, you're going to see this thing, and he's going to be wrapped up in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And the shepherds didn't sit back and say, oh, that was, that was really cool, that was awesome. Well, what are we going to do with the rest of our night? You know, Mary didn't say, wow, Gabriel, that's an awesome message, that's an awesome task. Let me know when you find the person that's the right fit for it. Mary and the shepherds respond the same. They believe what the angel and the angels tell them, even though it's something that is unbelievable. And then they have faith and they obey. For Mary, that meant saying, okay, Lord, do unto me as you said. I will bear this child. For the shepherds, they say, let us go and over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Both Mary and the shepherds, they believe and they obey. But verse 18 you know, we don't hear much about the crowd. Luke had very precious little space to write about this moment. And the crowd is not the, the focal point of it all. Yet there's obviously a crowd there. The shepherds have come straight from their field to the manger and they're going to go straight back to the field. So either it's all the people that they're passing on the way in and out. Or maybe Joseph was like me and would have been terrified to deliver this baby on his own. So he went and knocked on every door in the town until he found a <laughs> midwife. There's obviously a group of people around this new baby, right? Well, and Joseph has relatives in Bethlehem. No yeah. doubt all the relatives have gathered. And so there's a crowd there. And for them, it's nothing spectacular. A new baby's been born. Awesome. It's right. a miracle yeah. of life. It's like being in Forest General and hearing the music playing. Yeah. A new baby's been born. Oh, awesome. Well, now these shepherds show up and they say, this is the Messiah. Yeah, the- we, were just t- we-, we just saw a bunch of angels in the sky. They told us to come here. We'd find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. You know, just in case there was two babies born that night, yeah. this was the sign. He'll That's be right. wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. You, do you know why I think they said that? Because I've always wondered. So the angels had this message. You, you'll find him wrapped in swaddling clothes. And I thought, why do you need to tell anybody that the baby, baby's going to be wrapped in swaddling clothes, right? And in a manger. And and it struck me because if a, if the angel of the Lord shows up to you and says, all right, the Messiah has come to bring peace to the whole earth. 
He's in Bethlehem. Um, I'm going to walk into that house and say, well, this is clearly not the baby. The baby's going to be, I mean, he's going to be in a purple robe. He's going to be surrounded by, you know, important people. And it's almost as if what the angel had to tell the shepherds is the sign that you've got, which doesn't seem like this grand sign, it's almost like confirming, hey, it's going to look pretty humble when you see it. But that's exactly what God's doing. Yeah, it's the ultimate irony uh, of this amazing. entire story. Yep. And they show up and they begin, I, I imagine they're out of their minds, right? Yeah. They're, they're telling everybody what they saw, what the angels look like. And if we go by the biblical description, they're probably flaming beings up in the sky. <laughs> so, you know, they show up and they begin to tell these things to everyone. In, in verse 19, Mary's treasuring up all these things in her heart. She's pondering them. She's laying them beside one another. Here's what the angel told me. Here's what's been going on. Here's this new fulfillment. The shepherds are showing up. Obviously, God has sent them them to probably reassure me, you know, the, yeah. the mother of this child. And so Mary's pondering these things. The shepherds are out of their minds. They're, verse 20, they're glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. And the crowd, all who heard it, wondered at what the shepherds told them. And so my question, and it's not answered here in the Bible, but my question is, how many of the people in this crowd went beyond just wondering, went beyond just the initial awe? moment of this baby being born, the shepherd showing up, uh, testifying to the fact that this is the Savior of the world, who went beyond wondering and believed their message? Who went beyond just believing what they had said and, and obeyed and would eventually follow this baby? When he shows back up as a 30-year-old man later and beginning his ministry, how many people in this crowd, perhaps, w- were able to follow him? And so I think that's the question for me. Am I going to, this Christmas season, wonder at everything and just be full of awe and stop there? Or am I going to let this awe-filled season fill me with wonder and inspire me to believe God's message of redemption and obey it in my daily life? To actually share this message. The shepherds could not contain what they had been told and what they had seen. And the crowd wonders at it. And so my question really for our church family this week is, is will you stop at just the, the awe-filling moments of Christmas and wonder, or will you believe and obey with your life? Hmm. Good word. So uh, Mary, the shepherds, they both had moments of wonder followed by moments of obedience. And uh, you're calling us to the same thing today. So Landon, I, I really appreciate you coming and sharing that devotion. And Church family, don't miss the wonder of Christmas, but be sure that wonder is followed by great faith. Landon, Merry Christmas, man. Thanks for coming today. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well.